Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I have 35, 25 minutes now in front of six. It is a Saturday. Twins rained out. They'll make up this game in September, part of a day-night doubleheader. Seven-inning tilts between Minnesota and Cleveland. They'll wrap up this series tomorrow. Uh, looks like the weather will be just fine for a 110 start. Sam Hentges, the Minnesota native, will take on Jay Happ for Minnesota. So Hentges against the Twins and Happ tomorrow at 110. Corey Provis, Dan Gladden with all the play-by-play. We'll back it up starting at 10 a.m. Derek Wetmore. Twins today. He'll take it to noon. Hand it off to Chris Hatterberry, who visit with Twins manager Rocco Baldelli, and then our pregame show at twelve thirty. Thanks so much for joining us today. Big thanks to Devin Marshall and Mark Fry in our newsroom today, as uh, we cover for the Twins who were rained out today. Kevin Lynch joining us is a Timberwolves analyst for Bally Sports North, and I know this is a busy time of year for Kev. Uh, as you get into those uh, clinics and that sort of thing. Kevin, how you been? I'm doing well, Steve. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, good to talk to you. I, I hope you are doing well. And uh, you, You've done these camps and, and clinics for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. No, I have been. Um, God, it's been over 25 years. You know, back when I was playing professionally, I was uh, I kind of started doing them. And one of the re- well, a couple of reasons why I started running these summer camps is when I was a kid. I mean, that was summer for me. Was in a hot and sweaty gym, running around playing basketball, learning the game, and I, I loved it. You know, when I was a kid going to summer basketball camp. So, um, so yeah, I've been doing it a long time. It's a lot of fun, and especially coming off of how everything went and shook out last summer, I think a lot of kids have been pent up inside their houses and on the couch with technology. So that's, I mean, that's how I look at it. Get them off the couch, get them in a hot and sweaty gym. Let's run around. Let's get some exercise. Let's get the, the blood pumping and let's play some basketball. Yeah, exactly. And learn the fundamentals. Yeah. And I know, you know, there's, there's so much about the game right now and, and we've talked about it. And I think a lot of people do that, you know, the, the camps, the practice, the fundamentals, the team aspects of the game, because right now so many of the good players are just constantly playing games that, you know, with, with, with maybe they're a high school schedule and then an AAU schedule. I mean, yeah. it, it's just game after game after game, and there's really no chance to work on skills and fundamentals. No, that's that's exactly right. I mean, my 
my dad, who was a high school coach for decades, you know, he used to say that all the time of, of, you know, these kids play, you know, whether it's AAU or it's traveling basketball, yep. you know, it's, it's a, they'll play, you know, seven, eight games on a weekend and they, they practice once during the week to get ready for that tournament on the weekend. And it should be the opposite. You should be playing, you know, practicing, you know, three, four, five times for every game that you're playing. So just to work on the basics. Um, so, I mean, and that's why the fundamentals, at least in this country, and this is a, this is a conversation, Steve, we could have for like an hour. I mean, right. you know, for a long time, like the European players or the international players used to come to the U.S. to learn the game and improve. It's, it's the opposite now. It's the Americans that are kind of the, the sloppy ones because all they want to do is fast break and dunk and jack up threes. Whereas you go to Europe and you really practice the fundamentals, and that's why a lot of these guys are coming over here and having success because they they break it down. They don't just play over there, and uh, they focus on just basic things that would put a lot of American kids to sleep because they they want to just play all the time. And um, yeah, so it's it's you know, and that's the secret to being a good player, anyways, is doing those basic fundamental things really well. And um, but a lot of kids, at least in this country, uh, they don't have the patience to do it. And it's uh, so. Anyways, that, that's kind of my little corner of the world in the summertime is is teaching the game, breaking it down. And if these kids uh, want to be good players, they're going to have to learn this stuff anyways. Yeah, and, and you you probably still enjoy you know being in the gym and in oh. shooting hoops and, and yeah. just being around the kids and and playing the game and and teaching them the game because I know how much you love it. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's funny we're talking about this because I mean it's like I run my camps and and you know summer basketball camps when I was in high school that's what you did you went to camps, but nowadays with AAU and how that's grown, kids that are above let's say fourteen and older. So you're talking teenagers and high school kids. They don't do the summer basketball camps like, you know, maybe you and I did back in the day. So if you're going to run summer camps, it's got to be with younger kids now. So most of the kids I, I teach, Steve, are between about seven, eight years old up to about 13 are the kids that are still going to these camps. So, um, but it makes, yeah, it makes a difference. You know, you get these kids young and, and you work on the game. And, and that's exactly right. I mean, I, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in a gym. And I know basketball probably better than I know just about anything in my life. So to me, this is normal summertime activity. It's not playing baseball outside. It's not doing thing, other things. It's in a gym, hot, sweaty, uh, running around, playing, playing basketball, learning the game. And, and uh, I love it. Kevin Lynch joining us, Valley Sports North, Timberwolves analyst. And uh, here we are, conference finals. And, and I want to start out west, and I want to start with a big-picture thought. The L.A. Clippers are still in this series, um, but but some of the all-star teams, the Brooklyn Nets, the L.A. Lakers, yeah. and and the L.A. Clippers down 2-1 to one to the Phoenix Suns, and Kawhi Leonard's banged up. And But I, I think what we're seeing in the playoffs right now, with the emergence of Atlanta, you, you got Milwaukee um, and Giannis, and, and then you got Phoenix – and and now you have the L.A. Clippers. Um, this is good for the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really think this is good for the league. Yeah, absolutely, it, it is. It's. Um, I think we're maybe going into a stretch of you start looking big picture, just general health 
of the NBA or professional basketball here in this country is, you know, LeBron James is, what, 36 years old. You know, Durant is, he's over 30 now. You know, so it's, I don't know, we've had kind of this dominance of Golden State during their run, and, you know, Clay Thompson's going to come back for the Warriors, and Curry came off a great season, but, but they're not going to recapture what they did you know, six, seven years, what started six, seven years ago. And, and, and San Antonio is different now, too. So we might have a little stretch of NBA basketball moving forward here, not just this season, but moving forward of teams like Atlanta coming out of nowhere. I mean, who was talking about Atlanta before the season started? Nobody. Nobody. You know, and Phoenix even, even though, you know, uh, Chris Paul went there to, to play for the Suns, I don't think the expectations were very high for the Suns and Milwaukee, you know, smaller market type of team too. So this, you know, maybe gives the Timberwolves, hey, if you know, if Atlanta can do it or Phoenix can do it, why can't the Minnesota Timberwolves get in next year and, and make some noise? So you're right. I mean, I get just flat out so tired of these super teams and these, you know, big threes getting put together, and it's always like kind of the glamour cities, whether it's the L.A. teams or Miami or New York even to some degree, or, you know, I just get tired of it. I want to see just some fresh meat in there, and let's see what happens. This is exciting for me. Yeah, and when you look at Phoenix and Atlanta in particular, and you hit the nail on the head, and that's what's been so astonishing. A couple of years ago, Phoenix, bottom feeders, Atlanta, terrible, and I think everybody knew Devin Booker, pretty good player. DeAndre Ayton coming out of Arizona, not sure what you had there. But you had that veteran presence, that Chris Paul, kind of the agitator. Uh, they, they've elevated and played great. Trey Young has just been lights out for Atlanta. I mean, it, what, what a performance so far in the playoffs. And everyone's familiar with Giannis and what he's done with the Milwaukee Bucks. So, you know, th- there's a lot of great storylines here. And then, of course, you still have one of those all-star teams with um, the L.A. Clippers and, and Kawhi Leonard. But but Leonard's been banged up. But But that aside... You know, seeing teams like Atlanta and Phoenix on the brink of the finals, man, that 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 gives fans around the league hope because, Kevin, I, I know you, you'd probably agree with me. Most NBA seasons in the last 10, even 15 years, you, you could probably circle three, four teams that had a legitimate chance to go to the finals. That was about it at the start of the season. Uh, you get into a mode where there are more teams in the mix, that's a big deal. Yeah, no, no. It's, I mean, think about it, you know, maybe two, three, four years ago when Golden State and Cleveland, right, were getting to the yep. – you, you knew they were the best teams. They were getting to the finals every year and then facing off. It was one of the worst-case scenarios for the NBA because they were by far the two best teams in the NBA – and they kind of mowed everybody down all those regular seasons. And then when they got to the finals, those two teams, Cleveland and Golden State, then it was lopsided for basically uh, all those finals except for one. That's the, that's the one that Cleveland won in 2016. Yeah. So it was the worst-case scenario because it was just a joke throughout the regular season. And then when they, and then when they played in the finals, it was just kind of one-sided. So I think – I mean, there's kind of two two ways to think about this. Some people like – that the Lakers are always good. They're always going to get there, and then you can kind of take your shots of knocking them off the top of the mountain, or it's Golden State at the top of the mountain, or it's Brooklyn. But then there's another way to think about it, too. Like you say, is 
kind of having parity, kind of like what you talk about with uh, college football or college basketball, kind of having a bunch of teams that have a chance. And uh, I kind of think like that, you know, when smaller markets when, or when a team, when a smaller market can have success or having a bunch of teams that have a legitimate crack at getting all, all the way to the, the finals and maybe winning it, uh, this, you know, some people really like that route. And I'm kind of in that group. I, I think if you have teams like, you know, like you said, uh, Atlanta, Phoenix, and others uh, have a chance to actually get to the finals and win a championship, to me that's, that's when the, the NBA is going to be healthiest, as opposed to Golden State being the, the, just a dominant team and then other teams trying to knock them off. Uh, some people like that way, but that's not me. Kevin Lynch joining us, Valley Sports North, Timberwolves analyst. And, uh, Kev, before we run out of time, I want to get your thoughts on, on one other thing. Uh, the, the great Novak Djokovic, a winner at the French <laughs> Open. I, 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 I know you're a huge fan of tennis, yeah. but how blessed are we to be able to see Nadal, Djokovic, oh. and Federer? And I know Roger Federer, you know, probably won't win another Grand Slam. Very unlikely at this point. But, you know, Djokovic now winning the French, um, Wimbledon, uh, the U.S. Open coming up. This is extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, think of think of this. This could happen in the next few weeks. Steve is Djokovic pulls it all together. Obviously, he's on a roll. He won the Australian back in you know February. Yeah. Then he wins his second French Open here. Now he's he's feeling good, and now he's got 19 Grand Slam titles. Let's just say in a couple weeks, when you know Wimbledon starts, is it tomorrow or Monday? Let's say he wins his 20th. <laughs> at Wimbledon in a couple at Wimbledon in a couple weeks, then you got Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic all with 20 Grand Slams going into the U.S. Open uh, what, at the end of August or early September when the finals will be in in, uh, in New York City. I mean, that's going to be phenomenal. So yeah, Djokovic. I tell you what, I mean, out of those big three guys in tennis, Steve, you know, Federer is beloved. Nadal in some circles is beloved. Djokovic has kind of been the outsider. He's the youngest. Uh, but now he's got all the Grand Slams at least twice and all that second tier of tournaments that he's played in for all these years. There's like 10, 12 tournaments um, the second tier tournaments that Djokovic has won all of those at least twice. And Nadal and, and Federer, uh, they've got a couple of second-tier tournaments. They haven't even won once. So what that guy has done, Djokovic, after 30, turning 30, has been impressive. So, yeah, keep your eyes on Wimbledon and the U.S. Open here. It's going to be an exciting summer. Yeah, it is. And uh, it, 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 the, the greatness among those three. Yes. You know, they, we are Nadal so spoiled. On, yeah, Nadal on clay, it'll never be matched. Um, and, you know, what Federer did. You know, it's just incredible that the majors between these three guys, just a great, great Yeah, era. no, I, let me just say, I don't think people, and I know you're a tennis fan, and every once in a while we get talking tennis, and I love it. It's just I don't think most just regular sports fans, maybe the tennis fans kind of understand what's going on, but most sports fans that are kind of fringe tennis fans, they don't understand this golden era that we've been enjoying the last 10, 15 years with these three guys. It's really been amazing. Yeah, and then on the women's side, you know, you get Serena Williams and what she did and doesn't get enough credit for her career is, you know, so so you add that to the mix. Think, think of that. What is that, 80-plus 
grand slams among those four, the the, the three men and and uh, the the greatest of all time, the Serena Williams. It's amazing. Yeah, the women's game is interesting because it, you, you have like the, the top women, they don't win as much as the top guys do, and and so there's a lot of different names at every tournament is almost a, a surprise, and Serena. God, it's been two, three years since she has won another another Grand Slam. So she's and she's approaching forty. So um, it's going to be interesting to see where she goes in the next year or two. But it's always kind of a surprise on the women's side. But for the men, it's like you always know who's going to be there. Yeah, those the big three. All right, Kev. Always good to visit with you. Take care. Have a good summer. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Good to hear your voice. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.